Hello. Good afternoon. Hi there. And welcome to series two of Meet at the Hotel Bar. After being tangled up in tabloid dramas, hitting the podcast charts and unearthing some of the best kept touring stories you will ever hear, we are back again, bigger and better. Who knew that was even possible? If you're new here, we are Freddie, JC and Huss from the band Floors, a three-piece indie (laughs) pop band from London via Huddersfield. Since we started touring and traveling the globe, we realized that there are so many funny things that happen on and off stage, and so many stories that never get shared with the rest of the world. They just stay in the dressing rooms and tour buses of the bands and artists you love. Until now. In this podcast, we're lifting the lid on life on the road, and where better to meet up and tell those touring tales than a place every touring musician knows well, the trusty hotel bar. Did you say trusty or rusty? I said trusty, but sometimes it is rusty. Just depends on the decor. In today's episode, we met up with the legend that is Sam from Maroon 5 in the seventh floor hotel bar of the Four Seasons in Madrid. Yep, told you we were raising our game for season two. Maroon 5 need no introduction whatsoever. As one of pop rock's heavyweights, they are one of the world's best-selling music artists, having sold more than 135 million records. They've toured the world over as they perform no less than 22 top 40 singles at festivals, stadiums and arenas. They've even joined the exclusive list of artists to have headlined the Super Bowl halftime show. It was great to hang out with Sam and get an insight into the crazy world of Maroon 5. He was super generous with his time and even invited us to the show that night in Madrid. Stay tuned to hear stories of adolescent theft, helicopter golf trips, how the three of us ended up getting robbed. Well, semi-robbed, I'd say. I I bought the guy an ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Semi-robbed in Madrid and not one, but two Prince stories. This is Sam from Maroon 5 coming up on Meet at the Hotel Bar. So, uh, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, first question, as always, is uh, what do you want to drink? It's either a coffee or an old-fashioned. I can't figure it out right now. <laughs> I only tend to have one drink before I play, and this is kind of early, so maybe I'll do both. This is now the time. If you're going to get an old-fashioned, though, it's going to be pretty good. I had one here yesterday. It was oh, fucking really? fantastic. Okay, well, I mean, there's your answer. I mean... I'm so tempted to join you on the wall. Yeah, you guys don't have a show to play. Let's go. I'm yeah. in it. Okay. I love that. I love that. When else can you have an old fashioned on the seventh floor of a beautiful hotel in Madrid? I think this is the most picturesque podcast we've ever. I know. When you guys said you want to do the lobby, the lobby is great downstairs. It's but it's kind of confusing. Like it can't quite figure out what style it was trying to be. It's very it's very pretty, but I think when you have the opportunity to come sit up. Like yeah, this and with a view. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, it's a good choice for sure. Beautiful. So we've gone with an old-fashioned, but uh, Sam, how is your Spanish? Oh, it's um, like I have a decent amount of vocabulary, but I can't speak it very well because I took it. I took it when I was in um, oh, really? school. Oh, really? That's cool. Well, and would you be able to order order your drink in Spanish? Or uh, quiero, quiero un old-fashioned, por favor. There yeah, I could do that easy, oh. easily. Easy. But, I don't even need to step in. But I it's mean. like the, it's all the uh, conjugation of the verbs and stuff that gets a little yeah. tricky. So just for context, we're in Madrid. Yeah, oh, yeah, we are. We're in, yeah, we're in Madrid. <laughs> yeah. um, hen- hence the Spanish. Um, I like the look of that ice cube. Yeah, this, oh, is, the, yeah. this is the sign of a good old fashioned. If, oh. if it's a giant ice cube, yeah. uh, if he, they show up and there's a bunch of slushy ice in there and a cherry, you're in trouble. Yeah, it does look good. I cheers. Oh yeah, yeah cheers. Cheers. Good to see you. Guys. See you. you cheers. Too. Good to see you. Man. <laughs> So, um, you've literally just started a tour. Um, Second European today, tour. Yeah. So, um, there was the first show last night, night before. Night before. 
Uh, night before. <laughs> yeah, night before. We, ju- I, we, I mean, we've been in Europe for like four days, so okay. I'm definitely a little bit cracked out. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, it was Lisbon, Portugal, which is a beautiful city. How was that? Um, How was the show? Great. It was uh, 26,000 people on the water. Was, uh, on was, the water? Uh, yeah, I was down, down by the water. It was kind of almost looked like a festival sort of set up. Um, they have festivals down there. Um, beautiful show. Yeah. Why did we go to Lisbon? That's, yeah, that's yeah. sounded. Well, you guys, you were you jumped on Madrid. I was like, all right, cool, <laughs> fine. I was like, I'm gonna oh, be in dude. London in like two weeks, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Any excuse to come to Madrid? Yeah. yeah. JC really needs a ton, so we came to yeah, Madrid. So well, we're like, I, I get it. Like this city is really magical. It's yeah, great yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, yeah. absolutely love it here. Yeah. Do you have Do you have a favorite city that you that you love to to like around the world, not just Europe? Like, do you have a, that you love to return back to? I mean, an obvious one's Tokyo, um, just because it just feels like another planet. Um, But I I really like a lot of cities over here. Um, Amsterdam's great. Yes. Uh, Barcelona. uh, The whole Iberian Peninsula is awesome. Like, I really like it here. We've been to, um, I thought Nice was beautiful. We played a show there once. Um, I've been to uh, Vevey once, where Maroon recorded some music there with. um, It's in Switzerland. Oh, nice. but I, yeah, I don't know. It, honestly, I've come, I've come to realize that uh, after touring, you can have a great time in like Cleveland if you have the right friend there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no offense against Cleveland, that sounded a little bit rude. Cleveland, you know what I mean? Like we're like sitting Cleveland. No, I mean we're sitting in like a beautiful place here. But the reason Madrid is great is because we have some friends here that that have been here a lot and they knew exactly where to take us and what bars to go to and blah blah blah. So like that's kind of the secret, in my opinion, is to go to a city that you have a friend in local that, knowledge that, yes exactly. I, I know it's an obvious thing to say but it's taken me 20 years to figure this out you know? yeah we did we literally got in and we went to um the grand plaza uh, which is the most touristy thing all three of us got fleeced by yeah. um, oh, on separate occasions as well <laughs> like up, as in like uh you like, know, like semi-robbed kind of like street <laughs> sellers that made us buy something oh, we didn't but like, oh, they hand you the thing and then you gotta buy it now like, yeah. exactly freddy, freddy went by one. to get an ice cream and came back and was like guys i've just been robbed <laughs> he, well, no he said semi-robbed here yeah like half an hour ago i wasn't robbed my uh my kindness was robbed oh okay i bought him an ice cream and then he started demanding more money from me and he got a bracelet out of it, which he's not wearing. Uh, well, my wife. <laughs> and I, 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 got, I got bullied into paying this guy three euros uh, to hear him play the guitar. Yeah. Um, oh, no, the right. guitar was the accordion, wasn't it? Accordion. He um, was great, to be fair. He was, gr- he was great. And where's your purchase? <laughs> my purchase, I'll tell you what, actually. <laughs> Sam, I'd like your opinion this, on this. This is good. This, this is fleeced? Is that's the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah fleeced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's quite an English word. Yeah, yeah, it might even be like a northern thing, just like, like a north of England, like... I guess like, I like that word. It's good. It's like yes. tricked. Yeah, yeah. trick. So uh, this is my fleecing today, and <laughs> oh, let's see, let's see. so <laughs> this is how it was sold to me. What is uh, it? That, that's what I said. Oh, it's, it's the guys iPhone holder. It's an, oh, that's actually not bad. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> how much would you pay for it? That's would, yeah, what was in euros? What, what, what would you? What would you? Uh, what price tag would you put on that song? <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty cheap. Uh, I'd say uh, five euros. <laughs> That's what I was That's saying. That's what I went in at, but the guy was adamant he wanted 10. He actually then, he tried to buy two. That's the funny thing. Tried no, to go then two. I was like, all right, well, let's get two, because I thought the guys had backed me up. <laughs> I was like, let's get two 
for 50. I was like, I don't want one. Each. And, and he didn't do it? Oh, they didn't do it. Oh. But then he got annoyed at me because I didn't buy two. And I, I gave him 10 euros. For it's got some good support. support. <laughs> it's good support. <laughs> Dude, that's, okay, I mean, I'll give you 10. That's fine. 10 10 euros. Euros. I'll give you 10. So, Sam, you owe me 10 euros. That's for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm good. Jokes. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> let's take it back to 2012, which okay. is when we believe you joined Maroon 5. That, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, how did that come about? Can you tell us about that whole time? And Yeah, um, so I guess the quickest way to say it would be, I'm in another band called Phantom Planet, and, um, and that's still going, that's still a good project, and Adam, I think, came to see us play in 2011 or something, some, around, around then, and um, he saw me doing some like samples and percussion and all sorts of stuff and we've known each other for so I should probably say this first we, we've known each other since we were like 16 oh, like, um, oh, wow. like our two bands his original band Cars Flowers and then Phantom Planet used to play shows together and then one band would get big enough and the other band would open and then that the opening band would get bigger than the, you know what I mean just kept yeah, kind of yeah, stacking yeah. and eventually they just took off um, when they became Maroon 5 um, but I still always worked on records and we lived together for a while so I did a bunch of demos got into like the production basically because of him um he would just come in my back house and we would just make music all the time, which was great. But um, around 2009, Phantom Planet stopped. I got into music production. And then uh, we played, I, as I said, we played this one show and Adam's like, oh, you're, you're kind of fun. You would be a good element for us. We don't have like a utility guy, you know? And uh, I was like, all right, yeah, that sounds awesome. Like, as I said, we were such good friends. So it's not like I'm joining some strange, a bunch of strangers and trying to figure out if my personality yeah. works, you know? But like it was just like, oh, okay, this is my other set of friends. I'm going to go hang out with them for a while. Um, and now it's like 11 years later and it's still going. So Amazing. Yeah. Cool. It's great that you've got that friendship before, I guess, the musicality started. It's yeah, like you're, yeah. you're like, building on a really strong foundation. Yeah. I say we were like kind of born to be in bands together. Um, and there's even a sticker, funny enough, we bring this up all the time, but like there was a sticker on the, on the original Maroon 5 record that said, if I, was, if I wasn't in Phantom, Phantom Planet was bigger at that time. And it said, if I wasn't in Phantom Planet, I'd be in Maroon 5. It was actually <laughs> on, it says Sam Ferrari, you know? And then that happened, it's kind of funny. That's so cool. Yeah, that's jokes. So um, let's take it back to day one. Okay. Before Maroon 5. Okay. And what are your memories from your first ever tour? You mentioned um, Phantom Planet just then. Yeah. So was that uh, with, with them guys? Yeah, yeah, that was definitely my first tour. Um, we had some great times back then. Um, I th I could be wrong, but I think our first big tour we did was um, opening for a band called American Hi-Fi. I don't know if you remember them at all. Oh, yeah. Um, what was their main, what was the... Uh, um, the Nintendo. Um, I can't think what it was called. Stacy's a good friend of mine. I still stay in touch with him. He's great. I remember seeing them uh, support some 41. Yeah, that's that period of time. No way. Exactly. Like, when I was like... 11. Yeah. We played a bunch of festivals with them, some 41, like that was like that period of time. Um, but we went out with them. Was it like, hey, ho, let's go, gonna start a riot, we don't wanna fight it. No, it's not. I can't, no, I don't think that's, it's close. Who? Oh, someone, someone can find it. have to get Spotify. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna edit in the song. Yeah. Yeah. As I did that, and then you get ready, and you guys go, you'll be like, that's it, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, nice. Yeah. AI. AI. Tell us what the song is. So, yeah, was I was like, I think that was our first tour. We this is crazy. Actually, we were our tour manager at the time. This guy Hutch, who was hell of a character. I wonder what he's doing now. He lived in Woodstock. Or Red Hook, it's called. It's up northern New York, right? It's kind of out in the middle of the woods. Beautiful little city. And we went there for about a week. 
and just to get acclimated and warm up and stuff. And we stayed at his house and um, we turned on, we were about to drive down to New York, you know where this is going. And we turned on the news and the first plane hit the tower. Which is crazy. And that we were literally supposed to go to the city that day and play CMJ, I think it was called. So it was like a festival that they used to do in the city. Yeah. So obviously that didn't happen. Um, and then our first show ended up being in Virginia, so we just kind of skipped New York. But um, yeah, it was, that was a crazy way to start the tour. Wow. Like waking uh, up to that. Insane, and then yeah. that day we were supposed to like drive down. Uh, we ended up playing a couple of shows in the area, like a, at a local bar and kind of cheered people up and got everybody out of their headspace, which was kind of great. But and was that like on a in like a splitter van like like yeah straight up well we don't have like we didn't have splinter vans we weren't very popular back then I think that's more of an European thing we had just regular vans you know like the, <laughs> low, the lower roof yeah. one where yeah. you hit your head um, but the, yeah that was pulling a trailer very very typical thing and it was a great tour it was all small clubs uh, American Fi treated us like like their own you know and um, ended up doing a lot of covers with them. Uh, near the end and I don't just had a really good time but it was sort of the first one so we didn't really know what we were doing yeah and then but, how have things changed since then well I'm staying on the in a four seasons in Madrid <laughs> about to play f- for like 20,000 people you know <laughs> things have gotten a little bit crazier things have gotten a bit crazier yeah but it's still there's still the same people you know like, yeah which is kind of crazy even then even then I, I would get back from those tours and I'd go and hang out with Adam and Jesse yeah and probably right around then is when we wrote the bridge of Sunday morning, for example, like Sick. sitting in, you know, high as fuck in their apartment, you know, yeah. like, trying, uh, I can cuss was it right. on a Sunday morning. What's up? Was it on a Sunday morning? No, no, it was uh, not on a Sunday morning. In fact, uh, I don't even know if, I don't, I think we wrote exclusive that riff. Yeah, I know. We wrote that riffs. If I remember correctly, it was not even part of the song. They just, they had written Sunday morning and they needed a bridge. And so we'd I'd start, we, me, the three of us came up with this like random riff bum, that ended up, bum, 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 bum. Bum. yeah. I love that line. It's yeah. awesome. It's so. genuinely one of my favorite Maroon 5 songs. Uh, oh, thank yeah. you. It's wicked. So in, uh, in Floors, we love a, we love a, a travel day story. Um, what is the best travel day or day off story that comes to mind that you've, that you've, you've ever had whilst I mean, touring? There's a lot, so you got to give me a little more of a, like any, any specific realm. I mean, it, it can be across Europe. It can be... Um, in in the states like just a travel just a day off of like you know like a, an, an activity or like a travel day gone um, wrong we've had you know or just good days that have been great fun whatever feels like on the road yeah i mean there's been a lot yeah. um the first one that came to mind and this is going to sound so insane uh and i'm not trying to like yeah whatever go for it but we're, we're ready <laughs> i need everyone to know that i I can't even tell you how much I appreciate the life that I have. Like I'm very lucky, and when, and when, you, when I tell tell this, it's like, oh my god, you fucking crazy. <laughs> we like wanted to play. We were in New Zealand, and we wanted to play golf on our day off. We play golf a lot. It's like kind of the thing that kind of gets us out of hotel rooms. I know golf's got a weird co- context. We are not the golf culture is a strange one. I get that, but as, but as a game, I think it's one of the best games ever, and it's a really good excuse yeah. to be outside for five hours. That's like that's my pitch on golf. Um, and we all got into it kind of at the same time, so we all are terrible together, which is great. But we wanted to play golf. That's the best way to play golf, by the way. Yeah, if everyone has a bad day, it's, it's a good great. day. It's great, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, some of us, actually, Matt's gotten pretty good. He's, he's uh, an eight handicap now. He's getting pretty good. But um, he, uh, me and Adam and Sean and Matt wanted to play golf, and we were in New Zealand, Auckland, and someone told us about this crazy golf course that was like six hours away. And so Adam was like, 
screw it, let's take a helicopter. As you do. Yeah, like played golf, most beautiful golf course I've ever seen, had a beautiful lunch, got back in the helicopter and flew back. And I was like, what is, what is happening? That is like, a pretty so cool. good Like, that was off. crazy. It was yeah. a be- really beautiful day off. And I just remember thinking, like, how crazy lucky. I called my dad that day. I was like, you're not going to believe that. Yeah. That. <laughs> you know? And we've had a lot of really amazing experiences like that where you just can't believe that this is your life, you know? And we're so grateful every day for it. Yeah. And I was, are, are you, on a day off, are you, are you mentioned earlier about um, wanting to check out Madrid. Are you, on a day off, are you usually, like, heading out? Like, are you going to the gym? Are you working on, like, songs in the studio? Are you, like, heading out and seeing a bit of culture? On, like- yeah, it depends on where you are in the, in the tour. Like, early on, you're, you're kind of too tired to be... I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not very creative in the first week of a tour. Um, so I just tend to just wander around. Like, today I wandered down to the El Prado and um, went to the gift shop and, you know, bought a pencil, that kind of thing, and then walked through all... a pencil? I draw. Oh, yes, <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I actually, funny enough, lost, I bought a pencil case at the El, El Prado like five years ago and lost it and had all my best pens in it and pencils and all sorts of stuff. And I'm, it was actually quite devastating. It's like a collection that I'd built up, you know, um, like, like losing a pedal board of like pedals that you'd yeah. love, you know, like yeah, that I'm kind sure of. Yeah, I'm sure you get your favorite pencils. I, I had my favorite pens and best, pencils in there. With them, yeah. yeah, I had a pen that my wife gave me on our anniversary that was in there. I lost the pencil case. And um, so... I went. I wanted to go down there and buy a, a new pencil case. So actually, that's what I did today. But um, yeah, we kind of just uh, like we do have a, We do try to work out and stay healthy. We're getting pretty old at this point for for what we do. You know, like your body can't handle it that much. So it's good to keep yourself healthy. A lot of walking. Try to eat well. Have good meals. That kind of thing. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Actually, we and Freddie were saying we were recently in in Nice like a couple of weeks ago, and the same morning. <laughs> there's the four of us there's the three of us and our tour manager and on the same morning at the same time Huss went for a swim in the sea Freddie went to the gym I went for a swim in the pool and our tour manager went for a run yeah. and we were like all four of us are doing yeah. like four really active things <laughs> but not that's, together yeah, yeah. all separate <laughs> we like, that's a good what? question you guys tend to stay together when you're on tour like because I always wonder like if I should call someone to go for a walk or not like and I think there's there's something to be said about both you know I, I, but, yeah, yeah totally I think I think it's really great especially a long tour I think it's so important to get time away yeah and like just have like and you're, you're about to have kids too so like you're really gonna start appreciating that or you already have sorry uh, yeah, you're yeah. about to have kids yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, like when you get away it's a it's amazing i mean so. when we we went away my my daughter was three and a half weeks old yeah um we had like six days notice to prep oh yeah we had tour. Yeah. and yeah. uh yeah and she, literally she'd just been born and yeah we we managed to figure it out but i think you, you raise a good point like time together on tour is really important but also, yeah, time apart. But when, when we're t- touring at the moment, we're still in the same split of van together. We were driving all across Europe. So that time is it so was like getting getting into like, you know, after the show, like driving two hours to the next venue, yeah. uh, to the, to the next um, uh, like apartment or whatever we're staying and then getting up, driving four hours, five hours and then arriving at the venue and... Yeah, I think running is great for that. It's a great way to just... You like to run? Yeah, I enjoy running and just... I think you're crazy. Yeah. Running You know sucks. what? I used to be <laughs> of the same mindset, yeah. but You've through lockdown, I just completely just, you, switched oh, my yeah, attitude. Oh, that's when it started. Okay. Yeah, and, and now I love it, and I've done a few half marathons and planning to do another one with us, and yeah, I think wow. once you get the bug for it, it's in. And it, but it's yeah. a nice way to clear your head, especially on tour, I think. I think running feels like throwing a ball with the wrong hand to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, no, it feels sure. really awkward. So I'm impressed that you guys do that. That's amazing. 
Cool. So the beauty, I guess you could call it the beauty of live gigs is that not everything always goes according to plan. Sure. What is the worst thing to happen to you whilst on stage? Uh, let's see. I mean, we had a, I can't, I'm trying to think. I mean, again, I'm coming in kind of late with the Maroon World. So like, I'm sure they had some really crazy stuff happen before I joined because they were younger and crazier and there wasn't as much stuff. Um, yeah. well, actually, no, now there's more technical aspect of the show. Like, okay, like in Toronto, we played a show in Toronto a while back and the power went off in the building in the middle of the set. Mid-set. Mid-set. Oh, no. Everything went dark. And, you know, we run track with light cues and stuff and, yeah. and trying to get back into our show from that was really crazy and, the, and some of the track fired off in dead silence and it sort of feels like you're kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit and it's showing too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. There was just like a panic, like I've never seen it, all of us. And then we finally figured out like, okay, maybe if we go right here, it'll work. And then we hit play and we're like, okay, we got back into it. But like, I think that's the dangerous thing about when you start getting so technically reliant on these these things in your, in your show that when the something like a power goes out, it's scary. Whereas like Phantom Planet, We've never had any track. Like, we're like, yeah, if, already. Yeah, to me, it's a good judge of a band, by the way, is, is to see how they handle disasters. Like, I remember we toured with um, OK Go once, and the power went out in in a show, and they broke into Les Miserables. <laughs> like, straight like that. That's and, cool. and, like, Almost rehearsed. And it was only like 200 people. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Like, yeah. that. I was like, OK, that's a good band. Yeah. Like, they can handle this. You know? Like, to me, it's important to know, like, how you deal with disasters. and. Um, the, the more pressure and the bigger the show, obviously the harder it is to deal with, you know. So we've, I think that was probably the worst I'd seen us like trying to deal with that. There's a really uh, cool video of the guitarist Stevie Ray Vaughan, who's like one of my idols and yeah. he breaks the string mid song. Yeah. And he carries on singing, performing. He kind of signals to the tech, I've broken a string and manages to like change it within, he misses like one beat and it's just so slick. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. I've seen Buddy, um, no, no, I'm Buddy Rich. Um, guitar player. I'm Buddy Guy, blank. maybe, or BB King? BB King, sorry, BB King, thank you. Um, break a string and, and still sing the song and switch the string as he's oh, doing really? it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, wow. that's a video that's going around right now. It's great. As he's, as he's singing the song, he's switching his <laughs> string and like tuning it. That's it's so like, cool. It's so badass. Yeah. It's great. That's um, outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, but I like I like disasters. I think they're fun, like a good test of a band, as I said. So, yeah, we we've not had. I don't think we've had any really. Uh, what on, on stage? Disasters? On stage disasters. I mean, there was. A, you've dislocated your shoulder, but that's barely a disaster. Oh, yeah, that's a disaster. <laughs> really? Yeah. Was that? Have you had a? Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was <laughs> waiting. You know, when you get the crowd to wave. Yeah. I overenthused. Like, we don't think we've had this on the on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. I like overenthusiastically went You're to like, wave yeah, yeah. and it popped <laughs> out, and I was like. Oh my god! And my arm kind of went limp. I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> and then I like basically just with my left arm, just like banged it back in, and it kind of slotted back in. And I was like, "Okay, we're good, we're back." Fuck, and then adrenaline crazy. ran through. And then the for the rest of the tour, <laughs> for the rest of the tour, oh, yeah, the rest of the tour only wave like, like this, like, <laughs> elbow down. <laughs> it was just like he was saying hi, doing the Queen's wave for the rest of the rest of the show that's awful sorry <laughs> the oh one good disaster you can see this on a, a video is james walked off the stage once and just disappeared into the crowd just, oh, and there's a great no. video of it you should look it up it's fantastic on youtube yeah but then he just unintentionally he just was like zoning out and just like all of a sudden he's just not there <laughs> oh god and somehow like you heard some horrible stories of people breaking yeah. their arms and stuff but he yeah. had managed to fall 
and landed kind of on the gate, like the barrier or whatever. And you, you can't even, he didn't miss a note. Like, it was Just crazy. Amazing. That's cool. That's cool. But, yeah. <laughs> but, sorry, the other one I was going to say, though, is the good one, the Phantom Planet one that was great, is we played, we were talking earlier today about how many shows in a row you've played. Okay. And, that, and that it basically, it's a disaster for the singer. Everyone, all the, everyone else was yeah. like, oh, cool, I'll play 19 yeah. shows in a row, I don't care. The singer really suffers the most. And Alex lost his voice on this. We had eight shows in a row, seven or eight. And on this, the last show, we pulled up in uh, Rhode Island, and he had no voice. He couldn't talk. And there was like 300 people waiting to see us play. And so we didn't know what to do, and we ended up playing the show... And we played as many songs as we could, and everyone in the band took turns singing the songs. Oh, really? And then we had a couple of fans come up and sing songs. We did some covers. And a lot of people said it was like the best show we've yeah, ever yeah, played. I was going to say, I bet it was yeah, a great show. Being, awesome. Like, I, I got up on stage and played, um, I played drums, and Jason, Jason Schwartzman was our drummer at that point. And he got up, we sang um, the Weezer song, uh, El Scorcho. Okay. So I played awesome. the drums on that, and he sang that. <laughs> we just did like all sorts of fun stuff, you know. So. We always say it's crazy how, when you think of a big, like a, arena or stadium tour how fragile the, the voices of the front person and how many jobs are at risk for that one thing and it's such a fragile yeah, thing Adam tra- travels with a t- vocal coach now because he yeah. has to yeah. um, if he doesn't warm up in like an hour of warm up yeah. he can't make it through a show you know so yeah. and it's like no like I mean yeah no drinking like I, I can't I can't drink anyway. Like I've De- no idea. Definitely how. not before, and definitely not the day of a show. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, uh, or just drink whiskey. That wasn't that something we discovered. <laughs> I, d- I had, uh, yeah, I had a thing of like just having a. Uh, so just, just for the for, for the listeners, the, a very fluffy dog just very puffy past. little we, thing. We love a dog walk past. We do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like a few on the series. We should, we? we should put like a little compilation of all the yeah. dog walk pasts. That was a chihuahua. He had a lot of fluff. Uh, he was or a little, I don't a little fluff. Um, no idea what I was saying there. Uh, vocals. Yeah, you, yeah. Just, you just can't drink. It's no fun until the last day. and you then definitely have the hardest role, for sure. And then on the last day, you go big, but by which point, everyone, everyone else is shut. knackered from yeah, the yeah. top. Everyone's yeah. flying They just want to go to bed. <laughs> They're ready to go home. But that's why like, we're, but let's that's, go. <laughs> yeah. But that's why we're in bands. We take care of each other. You yeah, know, like, one person always has a bad show, and the other people take care of you. So, <laughs> so um, on the flip side... To the worst thing happening on stage, what would you consider as your career highlight? Like, if someone was to ask you in a pub, what is the coolest thing you've ever done? Um, this, I mean, the two immediate ones would be the Super Bowl was pretty crazy. Um, um, yeah, like <laughs> doesn't get overall. Much I would say it's like one of those things that only 25, 26 people have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? so, so cool. like, I, I would definitely say that that's the craziest thing I've ever done. How was um, like the turnover of like? Because don't you have like? three minutes or whatever to, to get on stage it's get insane everything the, whole, the whole thing and is, off you go it's like, a really beautiful dance to watch like it's just like the amount of people they push on and off and everything were you hidden in. inside a no no we just walked <laughs> in yeah, we weren't we weren't uh, we weren't doing like a Lady Gaga approach or anything like that um, <laughs> that's so cool but uh, it was that kind of made me think of I imagine in that moment like you guys just giving each other a look like like what I think is that happening. friendship as yeah. well though is so important yeah. to just yeah. like ground you and be like come on we're just having fun let's just treat yeah. it like any other gig and looking back to being 16 yeah you know Thinking doing all that crazy that. shit yeah. that's mental I mean it's very personal to say but like I remember we went to the after we had an after party that night and um like Lewis Hamilton was there <laughs> like I met him and I was just like it was just like one of those nights where like what is happening and I sat down on the couch and started weeping like I couldn't really? stop weeping and it was because I, I literally was feeling that I was like this this is like 
we were just messing around at like 11, 12 yeah. years old, like starting to play guitar. And so we just did the Super Bowl. You've come from. Like, yeah. It's crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, it really was an amazing experience. So. That's such a lovely moment to have as well. And yeah. Like, yeah. To share with your friends. And I know my friend, <laughs> a friend of mine came up to me and was like, You okay? I was like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy tears. Happy we, tears. Yeah. we used to have paintball guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, it's like it felt like that. It was we great. used to steal yeah. mirrors. <laughs> how yeah. do you steal a mirror, by the way? What, like, like how mirrors? As in, like, you've got to fully Oh, these are very specific things. So, this is mostly me and Alex from Phantom Planet. He. We got into, the, I'm assuming you have them, but they're round, like, reversing mirrors on small streets, like on corners. Oh, yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, what, like in people's drives? Yes. To reverse out? They're really expensive, by the way. Yeah, so we would... That's dangerous. I know, we went on a tear and I, one night and we stole, like... By the way, we accept no responsibility for any uh, <laughs> lost mirrors. Stolen well, mirrors. statue limitations, I think we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is 30 years, 35 years ago? Um... But we stole, one night we stole every single mirror off of a street called Beverly Glen, which is right near my house. Anyone on Beverly I, Glen? I had 20, 20 mirrors in my garage. <laughs> no, no, no. My parents were like, saw, because I, I kept them, in, I was still young, I was living with my folks. They're like, what, what do you have 20 mirrors for in the garage? That's it's funny. Like, Don't worry about it. <laughs> was there like a master plan to create like a, a piece of art or something? No, or it like was it? just fucking being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, and you like, don't, yeah. <laughs> as, when you, this is funny because when you become an, like a parent and yeah. you get married or any these things, you start to think back about the shit you did and you're like, oh, I literally have such a similar story. I went a night out once, again, I was like probably 16, 17, so uh, yeah. Um, and uh, we went. <laughs> so there's no liability. <laughs> no yeah. liability. Yeah. I was going to say. Admission episode. Yeah, as, admission, yeah. Okay, I was 18. Uh, <laughs> Might have been 18, <laughs> hypothetically, if I was 18. And uh, we went to Subway after the night out. And you know, they have. Um, it was like it was like this huge sign. It was like meatball marinara, um, five ninety nine, like deal meal deal. Yeah. And I started like peeling it off the off the window, and I pulled the whole thing off. And this thing was like like this huge thing. And I literally got home that night. It, I took it home in the taxi and then put it up on my wall. And then on my wall, I had like posters everywhere of just like bands. But I like moved some space around and I had this huge sign of like meatball marinara. And my mum came in my room and was like, what? What is that? I just love meatballs. Yeah. JC's opening a Subway franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It's really stupid, the it's shit we do. We should add then. a photo. I'm sure I've got a photo of that. You can I'll, definitely I'll drop one in. Yeah. yeah, fun times, fun times. Um, so we are currently... Uh, compiling the ultimate rider, like you know, the best ever rider for floors. Oh, I have um, a good rider story for you. Actually, this is good. Good timing. <laughs> so yeah, we're basically stealing all of our guests' ideas. Um, so yeah, talk us through. I, I, I mean, I want to hear this rider story, but talk us through the Maroon Five rider. Is there anything extraordinary, or are, are any are any things that are like? Oh, you should add this to your rider, or you should add this, because um, we're all for just some recommendations. Nothing you wouldn't be. There's nothing on there that you would be like, "Oh, that's brilliant." Uh, we, it's been an ongoing process, as you know, and and I think everything on there is pretty self-explanatory. Okay. Um, you know, the chips and the salsa and the. So I'm just going to stop you there. Why do we not have chips <laughs> and salsa on our rider? I, well, I, I, I actually. What, the hell we do? what are we? Do? We have hummus we, and yeah. carrots. <laughs> no, we, we do too. I think we have some. We have we have uh, some slices of turkey on there sometimes. Yeah. We have. Uh, shit tons of water and sp uh, the sparkling water thing is out of control the amount of sparkling water everyone <laughs> drinks is crazy uh, a little bit of alcohol there's some uh, some guys don't drink so it's non-alcoholic non beer things like that nice. um, some naps but most of the places <laughs> we're playing they have like 
this catering or things like that. So you don't yeah. really need the, you know, yeah. I feel like the ride is more important for when you're like in the middle of nowhere playing yeah, these for sure. yeah. smaller gigs, you know, and then you're like, you're living off the food that they give you, you know? Um, but fan of, fan of planet on the other yeah. hand, <laughs> <laughs> we played a co- we played this like college run and we were laughing about the green M&M story. Everyone knows that. Um, yeah. yeah. And so we wanted, we re- someone told us early on, it's like the reason that's there is to make sure that they yeah, check it, it yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And so we put a human skull on there. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> a progression from the and like for the most part, uh, we you'd get a plastic skull or like a joke or what you know. And we play these college gigs and they they and it got to the point where like we were getting some pretty good ones, you know, like some really cool ones, like really uh, someone went to the Halloween shop and like really got a good skull, you know that kind. Of we got to this one, <laughs> we got to this one college, uh, and this girl was like dying to show us this thing and we're like what's up and we got to we got to our dressing room and all of our stuff there the coke and the um a little bit of i think it was like bourbon and chips and hummus all the, Coca-Cola, all the same stuff. by the way everyone yep. Coca-Cola. The coca-cola um and she comes she comes in she's like i got this for you and i was like what is it she hands us a real human skull oh my god well from like the chemistry department yes. or something she there. spent all night hanging out in the biology, the biology building yeah, yeah. in a closet i was never any good at when science. everyone left she t- got out and she stole this 250-year-old human skull 250-year-old? named Sculpius and gave it to us. And I was like, She's now in prison. <laughs> and no, she, no one ever got in trouble. She's good. Like, I don't you, know how she got away with it. Do you get to keep it? Huh? Do you get to keep Alex it? Alex still has it. <laughs> You're That's joking. Insane. Yeah, That's it was mad. like 25 years ago. I thought you were going to be like, she, she waited out she waited out all night in the biology department waiting for some poor lad to walk and just past. Not, yeah. No, no. <laughs> she stole like a valuable piece of property oh for us, which God. is very sweet. Um, stupid, but sweet. I can't believe insane. I just said chemistry. I know, chemistry is good. <laughs> We're not going to edit that out. We're no. editing that out. <laughs> Don't worry. That's like... Uh, do you yeah. want to redo the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, from the bi- biology department? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not the chemistry department. Um, but yeah, that's the craziest like writer thing we've ever actually gotten. So, moving on. Uh, this is our touring top tip section. So, we've had quite a, good, a few good top tips about how to make life on tour, I guess, just that bit smoother or more comfortable. Do you have any... Give me some that- examples of tips you've guys gotten. Of had, we had uh, ordering fresh underwear on your rider, fresh socks. Oh, that's a good on one. Yeah, we put, so we put socks on riders. It, yeah. That's a good one. Tom from The Naked and Famous was kind of preaching the importance of sleep and how that just makes your life a whole lot better. And then... Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, if anything I think the big ones for us right now are... Um, it sounds really stupid, but getting some sun on your face. I know it's strange, but like I think when you travel like this, you, you have a tendency of just staying in your hotel room or... or you know, like kind of hiding a little bit, but just going out and taking a walk for 30 minutes every day is like really key for us. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I like, I, f- I feel like that's a vitamin D, get the circadian rhythm. It's really, going. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's James's favorite word. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, you know what's a good one? Sorry, is a pillow. I bring my own pillow. Good pillow, for, yeah. yeah that is brilliant. I know it's a weird one to say, but like you stay in some weird places sometimes, yeah. and pillow, if you don't get a good night, it's, it's it? back to the yeah. sleep thing, but like. A good pillow is really important. That is actually very, very good I know advice. It's kind of clunky to bring, but if you use a vacuum, you can suck all the air out, you shove it in your bag, you're good. That's good. Go. That's very good. All right, anyway, keep going. Okay, so on to my favorite part of the podcast. What is that? Uh, this is the beef section. Beef section? The beef section. Something tells me we're not talking about steak. What so we're, we're about? not talking about steak. We are talking about whether you've had any beef 
with any other artists, any other bands, oh. any other... There's a lot of rivalry between bands, especially in the younger days, and we've, um, we've all experienced it. Um, but whether you've had any beef, beef that you want to air, you can name names, <laughs> you can... Uh, you can get you can a dig in there, names. low blow. You can also avoid names. I mean, I don't think there's anything I can get away with. We just want to <laughs> let something off your chest. We've had beef with Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, not us personally, Machine Gun, if you're guests, listening. Uh, uh, guests that have Machine had beef. Machine Gun, if you're listening. <laughs> no, I mean, nothing public. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. Um, Yet. Most of the... <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We're talking about... Exclusive. Like, you fan... Of, like my first band was way before all of social media and stuff, right? So like we we got to skip all that, and, yeah. and that wasn't even an option. You know what I mean? So you beef wasn't really easily spreadable, if that makes sense. Like now it's like yeah. fucking easy. You just go in there, and say, hey, fuck you, and then the yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like we never really got to deal with that. But we definitely had some things with bands that how do I put this lightly? Uh, things you shouldn't do with other people's belongings <laughs> I don't know how you put it um, where like just some things that weren't appropriate things like that that would prevent you from maybe touring together or having a good you know yeah. that kind of shit but like there's never we've I never luckily have never dealt with anything public like that I mean there's some songs that we've put out that are about people you know things like <laughs> that's that that's the best way honestly that is yeah. so like, good I feel like as a, as a band I feel so fortunate to be able to do that like i feel like it's such a cool like way taylor, to, taylor swift made a career out of yeah it, so. i mean exactly yeah <laughs> it's it's literally therapy like being able to uh you know what do you what, have a song called i stole your mirror yeah. by the chance? <laughs> no we got it no not at all we should totally write that one <laughs> you should God, I, can, I hate to think of the kind of damage we might have caused, like stealing all those. That's so funny. Like, <laughs> the, the fun, oh, sorry, this is going back to that story, but like the best night though, like me and I think even I mean, might have been. No, he wasn't there. Was, I think it was just me and Alex. We were driving through this really, I'll use your word, posh neighborhood, and uh, it it became like, can we find the best mirror, the biggest mirror? You know what I mean, like. <laughs> What you know, like we we had our the eye. We we drive by one during the day and be like, we're gonna fucking do that <laughs> we're one. Gonna <laughs> that and like, oh, mine. no, I'm serious. Like You've it was like it was like a whole summer that we did this, and we saw this one in this really nice neighborhood. It was massive. It was probably about the size of this table, twice as big as this table. Are you kidding me? Well, we're on a massive table, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it was probably like a six foot <laughs> circle, like six foot diameter circle. Jesus, huge mirror. And Alex like I'm fucking. He gets out of the car. He gets out of the car and he like pops it out. He, he's like because uh, they all they, they have this like rubber rim around it, right? That's how you get it out. And he popped it out and he gets it out and then he dropped it. Oh shit! And it was it wasn't the plastic kind of mirror. It was a glass mirror oh. and it fucking shattered. And it was two in the morning. And it was loud as hell. Just like uh, we just got in the car. And, took off. And, and but the funny thing about it is the, the the last thing we were thinking about is if anyone heard it, we were all we were just devastated that we had broken it. Because it was it was an epic piece, you know what I mean? It would have been an insane part of our collection. I can just but imagine the owners coming out in the morning, like, but why? Yeah. <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, like it doesn't burst into the yeah. mirror. Obviously, weird the things you do when you're young. It's really stupid. Um, so we've we've made it to the. Just before we get to the quick fire, hey, I really need a quick uh, wee. Oh, okay. So give me two. Quick seconds. break. Just part quick of the break. podcast. Do you pee every this, time? Yeah, yeah, every time. It's normally, to be fair, it's normally Freddie that's got the weak bladder. It's not so one of you always pees during the podcast. Yeah, you, uh, no, not during the podcast. This is the first. Are we? Do we talk during this part? Uh, or do you edit this out? Yeah, we edit this bit out. Oh, okay. 
So Hoss is back. I'm back. Um, Sorry, I feel like we just say that I've I've got the reputation as the weakest bladder, but I've just passed on the baton. You are now the weakest bladder in the band. Thank you for the baton. Also, Sam, on the way back from the toilets, yeah. there's a wicked mirror just there. But don't uh, tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> it's good for yeah, the super glue. <laughs> That's funny. It's so funny. Some, I can't remember who was talking about it. Uh, what we were saying, like you, the stories come start coming back as you talk about it, and like that's the only frustrating thing about a podcast like this is this about twenty minutes after we finish this, every fucking yeah, story yeah, that we yeah. should have, have told. Quite a lot, I'm sure that happens a we lot. We had that right? with, with with Chris from Muse. We literally did what the, the podcast was like what 40? forty-five minutes, yeah. and then we stopped, and then we ended up staying for another two hours just having a drink. And the amount of stories that yeah. came out in that two hours, well, probably like afterwards, podcast, we were like, "Why yeah. are we not recording this?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Just I mean, like, voice note any stories yeah, that come yeah. to mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have reached um, the the final part of the podcast, which is uh, the quick fire round. Um, so this is basically uh, it's the first thing that comes to mind. So we say a word. Uh, if we were to say cats, you was to say dogs, or, or whatever it is, you, okay. whatever you choose to. And you can either say there's two ways to go about the answers. You can either say the one word answer, or you can elaborate into a story. Okay. Um, so we'll start off pretty simple. We'll go when when we say Super Bowl halftime show, you say ridiculous. Great. And that's all I think. Okay. Uh, when we say hole in one. <laughs> I'm my dad. Is that weird? No, that's not weird. He got one. I'm proud of him for it. So. He got one. Yeah. Mooney Ponds. Mooney Ponds. Yeah, how do you know Mooney Ponds? Oh, that's right. You got the hat. <laughs> oh shit! You did you? Were you the one that got one? I was the <laughs> one that got the hole in one. Oh I've my got god! The hat. I momentarily forgot about that. Did we work in Malibu? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I have, have the golf sessions, ball. Yeah. I've got the hat. I don't have it with me, but I do have the movie. Oh my god! I'm merch. so sorry. I forgot about that. That's crazy. <laughs> that's I love a life moment that. for it. We're we're out of the. We don't have those hats anymore. Got a tattoo of it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> you have a hat, tattoo. I don't have a tattoo, oh. but I do have the hat and the merch, and I'll show you the photo in a second. But yeah, because you just got. When we when we came to Malibu, you just put, that in, right? you just put the hole in yeah. and you just got the merch printed. Yeah, and, he, and then your you dad was annoyed one. because I got one before he did. <laughs> so we're even. That's amazing. I forgot about it. Good that he got one. That's yeah. wicked. For the for the background, my dad has a beautiful house in Malibu that has has like a fifty yard, uh, like I'd tea. say it's about ninety yards. Actually, <laughs> fifty five yard. Yeah, yeah. eight hole in one's hole in one. Hole in yeah. one. Hole in one. Okay, when we say Operation Aloha. Uh, am- uh, amazing, such a boring word, but yeah, it was that was amazing. Like it was a really, really magical experience. Do you yeah. want me to elaborate, or are we moving on? I mean, I, I, this, these are all questions from Wikipedia. Basically, this is just Wikipedia research, and I saw that, and I was like, that looks like the fucking coolest thing. It was great. It was me I, and I, um, I, my friend Chris McCann, who's a photographer. He took a lot of photos from Rune Five. He's taken for Phantom Planet. He's a great photographer. He put together this like, he was obsessed with Hawaii. He'd been there a lot, and found a place to work where it was about 10 of us. Some of the guys from Gomez, um, J- uh, James and Jesse were there for a second. There's a couple other people and we all, and there was a, a 16 track and then a bunch of instruments and a bunch of mics. And it was like, the rule was you, you learn the song in 30 minutes and you'd record it and that was it. And like, you got like, maybe we did like three passes of the song. Oh, okay. So it was a very quick thing. And we came out with a whole record. It was all, I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but it's like so born out of love for music and like nothing else. We didn't, it wasn't, we're trying to do anything to impress anybody. We just did it for ourselves and it was a really good experience. 
It's also I highly recommend not recording with a computer at some point in your life. All these young kids, you do great stuff with computers, but it's really important to like use a tape machine and understand the value of like having to play it once and not being able to fix it. Yeah, it's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you can go back to your computer. It's fine. But just do it. Just do it at least once. Just one time. Experience it. It's good. Yeah. Um, okay. When we say <laughs> when we say Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh shit. You say. <laughs> um. Uh, painful. No, no. <laughs> painful. Well, it's, that was what. Not. I mean, you do. You do what you do back then. You know, like you. You. Uh, you. That was just a weird experience. We. That was the first time we like faked singing a song. Oh, you, right. you know what I mean? Like a playback, whatever. And it was like a funny teenage show back in the day. But yeah. I loved Sabrina the Teenage Witch, oh. by the way. It's Big iconic, fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying anything against it. I'm just saying it's just an awkward experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awkward experience. Awkward is a better word. I'll say awkward. Awkward. Okay, let's, let's round it out with a deep one. When we say Sam Farah, you say... Uh, this is where the visual element would yeah. come in handy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my ten-pound phone thing out. One sec. Learning. Still learning. That's good. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Though. Yeah. Learning. It's is very good. important. Yeah. I think. I don't know. That's where, I, where my brain goes. Awesome. Yeah. Love that. Well. Um, yeah. No. Thank you so much for uh, for yeah. joining us. No problem. I have so um, many other ones, and we'll have to get to them some other time. Yeah. I didn't even tell you about my Prince stories. Fuck. Your Prince stories? Whoa, hold, okay, R- rewind. Let's just yeah. do one Prince story <laughs> for the end. Uh, last question, what's your favorite Prince story? <laughs> I got two. Okay, what are your two favorite Prince stories? I was in, uh, I went with my family down to Anaheim. We had some friends down in Anaheim, which is, for you guys, is, it's uh, it's like an hour from LA. It's, like it's where they do, Vans, Vans do, a, Vans have an Anaheim factory yes. shop. And the I only wear Anaheim Vans. Shout out yeah. Vans. It's also where Disneyland is. Too. Oh, cool. Um, the Angels, right? Yes. There we go. See, we, we've got knowledge. So there's some knowledge there. It, and actually, it's totally relevant to the story. It's really funny. <laughs> but uh, but I was just down there. I was a ways away. That's basically the point. Yeah. And Adam calls me and he's like, "Get over to my house right now." And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "Trust me. Get over here right now." And I was like, "I, I can't. I have this family thing. I'm like with a bunch of friends. My you know my mom and dad are here. Like I haven't seen these people in a long time." He's like. Prince is coming over. <laughs> I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> and I was like, I'll see you guys. Yeah. See ya. And I was like, no way. Like, really? I'm going to get there and it's going to be like, whatever. I walk into Adam's house and Prince and his bass player and his drummer are playing in Adam's living room. Wow. Cool. I was like, what is going on? This is like 2019. Maybe. I'm really bad with this shit. I'm going to say 2005. Let's put it there. Uh, and the night, they just, they're playing and then Prince gets frustrated and then we, he's like, okay, we're going to go back to my house. And so the whole party, 100 people go to Prince's house and he plays music till five in the morning. Like, and when we get there, like, we go up this elevator and the woman offers us pancakes. Like it's straight up, <laughs> like that happened. And then like Natasha Bedingfield was hanging out. She's kind of, a, she was kind of a friend back then. Still see her every now and then. She's great. Um, she was singing with Prince for a bit. Uh, Adam got up and sang. Like, so that was like the first one. And then flash forward to a couple months later, I'm with my friend uh, Willie and my wife. Not now, I think we might have been married at that point. Steph, my wife, and um, we went to Prince was running a different house. He, he did that a lot in LA. We kept picking different houses to live at, and we went there. And it was like going to 
the most elite party I've ever been to. Like I walk in and Oprah Winfrey and Joni Mitchell are sitting on the couch. It's like one of those things you're like, this is weird. Um, why are we here again? And it hadn't, it notoriously started really late, like 11 or 12 at night. And we got there at 12, which is really late, uh, for LA. Um, and then kind of wandered through it. And at some point we knew Prince was going to play and they had a whole setup in the living room. And so I sat down on this, box and I like saw Prince walk up he starts playing with his band they're just jamming on shit it's the best thing you've ever heard <laughs> yeah. Sheila E is there she starts shredding uh, Questlove kind of crawls Sick. out from the crowd starts playing drums and then at some point like I see like a crowd just part and like Stevie Wonder walks up <laughs> oh my God. and starts playing and so I'm watching Questlove Prince Stevie Wonder Jam and and Prince walks up to Stevie and like whispers and he's like yeah and so they start going in a doom 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 and I'm like what is happening right now and I look down and I'm sitting on the keyboard amp that Stevie Wonder's playing out of. Oh God, that's so like, cool. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Feeling For the vibrations sure. literally. Yeah, like literally just get. I mean, so cool. PJ's now kind of buds with Stevie Wonder, so I guess that he doesn't. He thinks that story's kind of lame. That is outrageous. Yeah, that was like that was the most special combination of people, and then like also just seeing all the people around watching. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. not one person didn't appreciate how crazy it was. You know what yeah. I mean? It was awesome. Sick. I mean, what a sick story to end on. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was, that's my favorite musical thing. I mean, it's not even like that anything crazy happened. It was just like just seeing those seeing certain combinations of people yeah, interact yeah, yeah. with each other that way when your musician is just fit. it's yeah it's what, kind of what we live for so yeah. I love it when they do that that's crazy yeah um, but yeah no thank you so much for, for, for being a guest yeah no problem and, um, uh, yeah we're, you guys are coming to the show tonight right yeah looking yeah. forward to the show we? we'll, be, we'll be there in force we'll be awesome. there in force but, fantastic uh, yeah no thank you so much thank and, you uh, have a good show again. tonight right, cheers well. mate and awesome. the rest of the tour as well hope the rest of the yeah it's going to be fun sweet nice one cheers Sam a huge thanks to Sam for being part of the podcast and to the Four Seasons Hotel Bar in Madrid for providing us with the best podcast view yet. In the days after recording the podcast, as predicted, Sam kept texting me stories he'd forgotten to bring up. Maybe we'll have to have him back for season three. We couldn't do this podcast without you guys listening, so a huge thank you to you for being part of the Floors family. And if you do like what you hear, then let us know, because there's nothing better than getting a little DM or a message to say how much you enjoyed a certain story, or how our sultry tones helped bring to life an otherwise long and dreary morning commute. Sultry, sultry. Make sure you like... <laughs> Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe anywhere and everywhere you can. It's all about that algorithm, guys. You can find us at most places at meet at the hotel bar or meet at the hotel bar.com. It really does make such a difference for us, an independent podcast trying to climb those big bad podcast charts. Join us next time when we'll be chatting to Shea from Gorillaz. You can expect to learn what it feels like to accidentally leave your bass on mute whilst playing Coachella's main stage, what it's like having Damon Albarn as a best mate and taking on sobriety and winning. Only on... Meet at the hotel bar.